Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It's Monday, June 25th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. We learned late last week that the National Trust for Historic Preservation is preparing to release their annual list of 11 of America's most endangered historic places, and unfortunately, the city of Annapolis and the historic district is going to be on it. We were unable to obtain an advanced copy of the list or the criteria used for inclusion. However, Annapolis's inclusion was confirmed by a trust source who was not authorized to speak on behalf of the National Trust for Historic Preservation directly to us. That person also did say that part of their decision was regarding the new zoning changes that are being proposed for City Dock. On June 4th, the Capitol reported that the city was not in danger of losing its historic designation, and while inclusion on this list is not a loss of the designation, it certainly is a warning sign and can't be good news for Mayor Buckley as he tries to advance his public-private partnership with Harvey Blonder and the multi-story hotel down on City Dock. The list is typically published in June, and we are expecting a full release of all 11 places sometime this week. And speaking of historic places, the 10th annual Peka Girlfriends Flower Power Party kicked off on June 20th last week, and we did get some preliminary numbers. If you were male or you weren't able to attend, check out our post at Ion Annapolis. We've got tons of great pictures from Glenn Miller Photography of everybody that was there. Among the elite, we had First Lady Yumi Hogan, Annapolis Mayor Gavin Buckley, Anne Arundel County Executive Steve Shu, and his lovely wife, Dania. They were all at the Pika Girlfriends Party. And this is an annual event held each June, and it draws women from across the greater Annapolis area to celebrate the beauty and charm of the William Pika House and Gardens. The event was the brainchild of Judy Herman, who is the president of Herman Advertising, Branding, and Technology right there on West Street in Annapolis. And it's an effort to help historic Annapolis raise funds and elevate community awareness of its many events, educational programs, activities, and potential for the future. While they are still tallying up the final numbers, we have heard that right now it stands at $180,000, which is a record. Congratulations to Judy Herman and the Peka Girlfriends for a job well done. Speaking of fun things, escape rooms are going to the streets, and this is kind of crazy to me, kind of fun, kind of intriguing, but Breakout Games is bringing escape rooms outside of the four walls, into the streets of Baltimore. The National Escape Room Company is going to host a real-life scavenger hunt challenge, allowing people to search for up to $2,000 in cash that will be hidden throughout Canton and Patterson Park. The promotion is part of Breakaway Games opening two new rooms in Columbia and Timonium, and the event will take place on June 28th, starting at 5 o'clock p.m., Participants are going to be able to search for $100 bills based on coordinates, clues released every 30 minutes. And if you're interested in participating in this, you need to text Baltimore Hunt, and that's all one word, to the number 31996. Again, that's Baltimore Hunt, all one word, to 31996. Escape rooms are growing nationwide. The first one was in San Francisco in 2012. 
By 2014, there were 500 escape rooms, and now there are more than 2,000 businesses capitalizing on the experiences. We have one right here in Annapolis with Mission Escape Rooms on West Street. They also have a location up in Gambrels at the Village of Walkchapel, and they're soon to open up another one up at Arundel Mills. And I was just at Brian Baru last night, and I noticed there's another escape room right there next to Brian Baru up in Severna Park. If you hadn't had enough to growl about politics, due to a programming error, Maryland voters who submitted an address or party change may need to cast a provisional ballot in the primary election on Tuesday. The Maryland State Administrator of Elections, Linda Lamone, said that approximately 18,700 changes were not submitted to the State Board of Elections. And, of course, it goes back to the MVA. And anybody that attempted to do a transaction through them and did not complete it, meaning they didn't actually purchase anything through the MVA website. Between April 22nd of 2017 and June 5th of 2018, likely are included on that. Of course, the computer reprogramming to correct this is underway and will be completed just after the primary election. So just beware that if you did make a change to your voter information through the MVA's website, chances are that you may be having to cast a provisional ballot when you vote on Tuesday. And speaking of elections, please be sure to hang out at the end of this episode and listen to my thoughts going into the primary. I talk a lot about going negative. I talk about outside sources of influence and a few other things. And I just give you what I hope is some food for thought before you go in to exercise one of your most valuable rights. That's about it for all the top news today. Please be sure to check into ionanapolis.net throughout the day as we are consistently updating it throughout the day. And also coming up right now, we have George Young with DMV Weather and your local weather forecast. Hi, I'm Anne Arundel County State's Attorney Wes Adams. The heroin and opioid epidemic has touched every family, including mine. That's why I've teamed up with our county executive, Steve Shu to do something about it. We must stop the cycle of addiction at its source. Go to denialisdeadly.org right now or attend one of our Not My Child presentations occurring all around the county. You could save a life. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey, everyone. This is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Monday, June 25th. With all schools out and the summer solstice behind us, it's full-fledged summertime now for Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County. And this week's weather will be a big example of that. Look for plenty of sunshine and 80s today through Wednesday, before some possible PM storms on Wednesday and even Thursday. Then once we get into Friday and the weekend, it'll likely turn hot for what may amount to our first true heat wave of the summer, with highs upper 80s to mid-90s and more big hot sun overhead than we'll likely know what to do with. But it's that time of year, and it'll be a nice change away from the cool, cloudy, and rainy conditions that have been in place for the past two months. So get out and enjoy, even if it is a bit hotter than we're used to. Okay, that's it for us today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great week, and be sure to follow us anywhere, anytime, either on our website at dmvweather.com or on Facebook and Twitter, as well as on our app, which you can download for free by searching for DC MDVA Weather in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. But always remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Do you know what your teens are doing this summer? Don't be afraid to ask. The most recent Maryland Safe and Supportive School Survey shows three-quarters of Annapolis high school students say it was fairly or very easy for students in their grade to get alcohol. Underage and binge drinking is very real Annapolis. 
If you give them access to alcohol, you're not cool, but you are liable for the outcome. Create a safe environment for your teens and their friends this summer. If they need to talk, listen. If you need to talk, we'll listen. We're here for you and your children. We're ASAP, Annapolis Substance Abuse Prevention. ASAP facilitates healthy community change, prevents and reduces binge drinking, underage drinking, and alcohol-related auto crashes among youth and young adults through locally-led collaborations and evidence-based prevention strategies. Visit us at PreventSubstanceAbuse.org. This message is supported by SAMHSA and the Maryland Behavioral Health Administration. They say opinions are like... Here we are with a dose of opinion for you. As you think about heading to the polls on Tuesday, let me have a few words about slates and teams. Elections are supposed to be about electing individuals to represent our desires in the three branches of government. In a perfect world, every elected official would listen to and communicate with their constituents and make the best choices based on the majority of the people who sent them into office. Unfortunately, politics corrupts. It's ugly, but true. And it's ringing true once again here in Anne Arundel County. No doubt, if you're a registered Democrat or Republican, you've received negative mailers. Some might argue that they work. Others, like former Annapolis Mayor Mike Panelides, might suggest that they can torpedo a campaign. To me, when a candidate sends out a negative or an attack mailer, it says, well, I'm at a loss as to why you should vote for me. But hey, look how shitty this other guy is. I'm sorry, but you have to be better than that, right? If that's the best you can come up with, you certainly aren't getting my vote. Tell me why you're the better choice and how you're better than the other guy. Show me that you can lead by example. And all too often, the folks behind the negative mailers are also usually part of a slate or a team of candidates, usually led by somebody deemed a political leader. Again, I say, if you aren't able to stand up on your own merits, why do you deserve my votes? A second problem with slates is that it is nothing more than an adult version of Mean Girls. A group of very like-minded individuals gang up to exclude one or more, quote, less worthy ones. The leader of the gang, usually that same self-appointed political leader, makes the determination of who is or who is not on his or her team. Is anyone having flashbacks to picking sides in elementary school gym class now? Back then, it was a bit simpler. The athletic kids got picked first. But in politics, not so much. Why would a, quote, leader pick a slate? Well, more likely than not, it's because he or she has an agenda. He or she does not want to risk a free-thinking person coming in to upset his or her apple cart. And more likely than not, that agenda is not the one that you agree with. These leaders tend to be lifelong politicians that will resist term limits to the death, which, incidentally, is usually how they finally leave office. Look around at some of the races you'll be voting on on Tuesday. We have quite a few with big dogs and little dogs. The big dog says, I'll lend you my name, my endorsement, my donors, and my money to help you win. It's a great deal for the little dog who may have no experience, no access to funds, no access to a donor base, and maybe even no donors. And if that slate should win, the little dog is promoted to a lap dog. I think you know I'm right. As a nation, we're all up in arms about the Russians influencing the election. But you know what? It happens every single election right here in Anne Arundel County. Granted, it's not the Russians, but it is people having an outside agenda. And the influence is not limited to the politicians. At Ion Annapolis, we have never done endorsements. We understand that we have an audience. We have just shy of 200,000 people reading our site every month. We have nearly 140,000 people following us on our Facebook pages and another 50,000 in the Twitterverse. We also understand it would be wrong to influence an election. 
Now, newspapers have endorsed for centuries, but that practice is archaic at this point, when the information people need to consider a vote is so readily available from other sources. Technology is wonderful in that way. We all have our own biases, but some show them more than others. Look back on your local newspaper's election coverage and ask if it's really trying to guide you or to influence you. If they endorse candidates, do they clearly state why they are endorsing the particular candidate, or do they rally on about why they aren't endorsing one? In that situation, were they unable to come up with a single reason to endorse someone other than they disliked somebody else more? Did they sit on a politically damaging story only to release it the morning that early voting began, despite the fact that it could have been written nearly four years ago? Was it newsworthy? Was it a hit job? Was it both? Like the big dog political leader, does the newspaper have their own agenda? These are the questions you need to ask as you head to the polls. Voting should not be an easy task. You should do your homework. You should feel comfortable about who you're putting your faith behind. You should certainly read all the viewpoints, but the decision is ultimately yours, and it's one that you're going to need to live with for two years, four years, six years, 15 years, or even longer. When you step into the booth, well, nowadays it's more of a table with a corrugated shield, make the right choice for you, not some self-appointed political leader just looking for that next political rung to conquer. Not a media entity suggesting that they alone know what's right for you. You vote for you. Now, as I said, we don't do endorsements and never will, but we do look at the races and we have our opinions. We do put out predictions, and you can visit ionanapolis.net to see them. They are pinned to the front page so you can see them very easily. Also on our podcast, The Maryland Crabs, and by the way, you should subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief and the Maryland Crabs podcasts. The Daily News Brief comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., and the Maryland Crabs is every Thursday at noon. Both are free, so please subscribe them and rate, but I digress a little bit. But heading into this primary, we selected several races that we thought were very interesting. We invited all of the candidates to a recorded phone call where they had the floor. We asked them one question, why do I want to vote for you? And they had up to 10 minutes to explain why. After 10 minutes, we hung up. Give them a listen, because knowledge is powerful. You can find them all at ionanapolis.net, also pinned to the front page so you can find it easily. And as I mentioned, we invited all of the candidates in the races we chose to participate. Most did, some tried and never made it, and some just never responded. We've noted who did what, and you can take that for what it's worth. In the end, voting is such an important right that we all hold as Americans. Don't ever give it up and allow someone else to influence your decision. Vote your conscience, not the slate, not the negative mailer, and not the media telling you who is good and who is bad. We're all grown up now, and hopefully we've evolved beyond elementary school gym class and that mean girls phase of our lives. It's important. Make the right decision. Thank you for listening. Now go vote. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.